Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. Um, let's just do this, okay? What's up guys? It's your girl Victoria. I am back with another episode of this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, I'm getting better at this video thing. And I'm even becoming more consistent, I've noticed. I think it's because, I don't know, I don't really know why I can't really attribute it to anything besides the fact that I made a commitment that I was going to be more consistent with my podcasting. And so here we are. Y'all just better pray that I keep it up. <laughs> I am proud of myself because I have been consistent with podcasting more regularly. So as you notice, you start to get episodes every like Monday or Tuesday. And I'm going to keep posting the videos because I'm trying to build my YouTube. So if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Go subscribe right now. Subscribe, like this video, comment. If you're listening to this via a podcast streaming platform, Go on your computer or something and log in and subscribe to my podcast. Just search The B-List Podcast on YouTube and I will come up and you can hit that subscribe button, turn on your notifications, and listen to the podcast either via your streaming app or on YouTube. So there you have it. I've been really trying to just get my life together, right? I have goals and things that I'm trying to achieve and I realized that the only way to really achieve those things is by discipline and consistency. Even if I am not progressing in the quality, like, you know, I'm working out and I am progressing in the quality with that because your girl is able to run two miles without stopping now. And that never, I could, I used to never be able to do that. Now, of course, it's on the treadmill. I realize that it's a different terrain than being outside, but running is running to me. And right now I am running and that's progress for me. So I've been consistent with that, been consistent in the gym. And for the whole month of September, really, like I started in August, but it really picked up and got really consistent in September. And so I think it's more of a habit. You know, they say it takes about 21 days for you to form a habit. And so, yeah, that that's what I've been doing. I said that I was going to um, give you all a little bit of background about how I got started in podcasting. Um, for those of you who are new to my YouTube channel, new to the podcast. So just quickly, this is the V-List podcast because my name is Victoria. Da -da -da. <laughs> but also, uh, I named it the V-List podcast because I'm, I'm an actress, corporate professional, and I'm now an author. I used to be a real estate agent. Like I had a lot of things going on. But when I would tell people that I was an actress, they would be like, oh, are you in anything that I would know? Like, are you in any shows, any movies or TV shows or whatever? And I, you know, you, you may have seen me here and there, but I'm not on the A-list. I'm on the V-list. So <laughs> that's the reason that this podcast was named the V-list podcast. Also because my name is Victoria and I just kind of want to talk about things that are on my list to talk about. You'll also notice that I don't really cover a lot of like popular culture topics or hot topics, if you will. The hot topics that I talk about are really more or less the things that I'm interested in and that I think are 
discussion points or worth having a discussion about. Um, so I'll either have someone on to have a discussion with them or I'll just have a conversation with myself and you. I feel like there are so many topics, like hot topics and news that keeps being recycled and like recent events and things that go viral because of this cancel culture that we live in or because the world we live in that people give so much energy to some of these things that I'm just like, why is this even a thing? Why are we wasting our time focusing in on these things that honestly do not matter? Like they don't matter. People are just low vibrational. Like there's just such a low vibrational energy on this earth. Part of it is because people, love, misery love, loves company, so there's that. Orlando had a good point. He's like, you know, people are, don't really feel in control of their lives. They don't feel in control of this society and the pressures that they're under. They don't feel like they have an impact or make a difference in the world or anything that they do. Like the internet gives people this sense of or feeling of power. They feel like they have... A, a, something that they can control, something that they can contribute to. Unfortunately, most of the times it's it's negative, but there are some people who are, you know, who are light bearers and who are positive and they try to, you know, spread that news. But people feel so out of control with their own lives that they feel like if they can start, have their say in this cancel culture or control whether or not this person gets any more clout, gets any more attention or, you know, praise, or even if they can control or have a part, play a part in this person's demise, then they're going to do it because they feel out of control in every other part of their life. And it made sense what he said. And, and at first he was like, oh, you know, you should talk about this on your podcast. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to keep that going. Having a general conversation around like, like the bigger conversation around some of these things. Yes, that sometimes is important to talk about because I feel like there's, there's purpose in that. But granted, do I get entertainment from it? I think some of it is funny. Yes. <clears throat> but am I going to like perpetuate that? No, I'm not. I do try to share like my personal journey. I try to share my personal opinion on just like things that are happening in my life and experiences that I have and what I've learned from those things. Um, and I hope that that's helpful to people. I hope that that resonates with some people. I'm more concerned with impact over influence. That used to be a series on my podcast for a minute. Now I'm going to bring it back. I'm not going to say it used to be. I could bring that back actually because it's something I'm in, I am passionate about having an impact over influence. Do I want to be influential? Absolutely. But I'm not interested in influencing people to think low or stay low vibrational or to think about things that don't really matter. You know, news events and stuff like that's what the shade room is for. I'm not the shade room. I don't want to come and report the news to you. <laughs> not on the V list. Okay. But what I'm going to talk about cheating. Say this okay I've cheated before I guess I have. so while I have strong opinions about it I, I, I can have strong opinions about it I am coming from a place it's not necessarily judgmental but like it's where I am now I have evolved and here's my thing I feel like <laughs> I think I don't put nothing past nobody I just don't I don't put anything past anybody especially when it comes to cheating and here's why. People are inherently selfish and immature. And I think that there's a certain level of maturity that 
people can reach that will prevent them from cheating. I understand the whole 80-20 rule and have, have been with someone who's like 80% of what you want and there's that 20% that's missing and so that's what people go out and they go seek, right? The 20% and that's one theory. The other theory is that you're in a relationship and that person is, you know, hurting you and so you're seeking solace in someone else. That's another theory or another reason, right? And I say this all the time. There are reasons and there can be several reasons why a person may cheat. But then there are excuses. And reasons and excuses are not the same thing in my eyes. A reason means like this was driven by this, right? An excuse is like, hey, you know, it's it's excusable. It's like Maybe I wasn't aware of this, or I didn't know this, or this was an accident. To me, that's the difference between a reason and an excuse. There are all types of reasons why people do things, and sometimes people don't understand the reason why they do things. But just because you have a valid reason to you as to why you're doing something, like cheating, that does not make it excusable. It doesn't make it an excuse. It means that's why you did it, but it's not excusable. There are several reasons why people would cheat. You know, for me, it was immature of me. It was selfish. I was seeking something that I was not getting. I was looking for, you know, validation. I was looking for affection. I was looking for attention. And even though people can say, well, if you're going to cheat, you should just leave. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it really isn't that simple. And me now understanding and being more mature, understanding what I need and what I want in a relationship now, yes, I will not accept those things or I'll be able to communicate those things to my partner and say, hey, you know, this is really important to me and it's not happening and so I'm going to need it to either happen or I can't stay in this relationship. That I'm mature enough to have that conversation now. When I was in my 20s, I wasn't mature, mature enough to have that conversation because I wasn't even sure of myself at that point. So... There's a that's what I mean by there's a certain level of maturity I think that is required for a person to you know change the behavior if they you know cheat or step out in a relationship or cheat a partner but then you also have to like consider the parameters of that relationship like every relationship is different and you and your partner need to be having that conversation about what each of you constitute as cheating uh, because some people think, you know, Instagram is cheating. If you liking pictures and leaving hard eyes and stuff, you're cheating. Okay. Some people think if you're like looking at other people all the time, even if you never speak to those people, that you're cheating. Okay. Some people think that, you know, when you have sex with someone else and you're in a relationship with someone and you go and have sex with someone else some people don't consider that cheating they're like well did you do you love them you know are you emotionally involved with them do you talk to them all the time if that if the answer is no then they don't consider that cheating but then somebody else might so what i'm saying is there are parameters around cheating and those parameters are between are set those boundaries if you will are set between the two people in that relationship to determine whether or not that's considered cheating right 
And if you guys have never had that that conversation, again, there's a certain level of maturity that I feel you should have to have a certain conversation with your partner to say, hey, what do you consider, you know, stepping out? What do you consider cheating? What are your boundaries? What are the, what are the lines? Um, if you don't have that conversation and then you just go and do something sneakily behind your partner's back and then you're cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> you're cheating because they don't know. I mean, there's just levels to this cheating stuff, right? I feel like loyalty to someone is really like more protection of them. And loyalty to someone is like honesty to that person, protection of their feelings. Um, it's not necessarily not stepping out on them, even though that is a part of loyalty. Loyalty to someone, you know, is protecting their feelings and protecting their integrity and being honest with them and communicating to them your feelings. That's how you express loyalty to a person. And then you all need to have discussions about what the parameters are. So whether or not you're going to consider, you know, that person liking Instagram posts as cheating or not. Me personally, my boundaries when it comes to cheating is it is it is sex. You know, if, if, if I'm sexually intimate with someone and then and we're in a committed monogamous relationship and then they go and have sex with someone else, um, that is, I do consider that cheating. Even if they don't plan to see that person ever again, okay, you still cheated because you did something that, you know, was outside of the parameters of our agreement or our relationship. However, that form of cheating to me, wouldn't be enough for me to leave my person. If I was in a good relationship, it wouldn't be enough for me to leave him. Now, if it, would ha if it happened perpetually and it happened all the time and I found out that it was happening like all the time behind my back, then absolutely, I'd be like, you have no respect for me. <laughs> and I would, I would definitely leave that person. But for me, I think that it, the, like, the hard part about cheating is if I knew that someone was emotionally involved with another person behind my back, that would hurt. That that would hurt me. I don't know, I just feel like the emotional connection is stronger sometimes than, than the physical connection. Because, especially for men. So, that's my parameter when it comes to cheating. You know, I, I, I think that I am to the point where, again, I'm mature enough to have this conversation with my partner to say, hey, here's how I feel about X, Y, and Z. And I also feel like I'm able to to effectively communicate my insecurities and to my partner and they take that into consideration. Now they're not responsible for my insecurities. That's that's my responsibility to work on my insecurities, but it is my responsibility to communicate those insecurities to my partner so that when they exhibit behavior that may trigger trigger my insecurities, they are aware and they know that, you know, my actions may be driven by that. I'm, because I'm insecure about this or I'm jealous of something or, or another um but I ultimately like genuinely I'm not like I'm generally not like a jealous person but I do observe behavior so if I observe behavior and I notice that it's like constant and I'm like that doesn't really sit well with me then you know it could trigger some jealousy in me and then it's gonna cause me to want to set a boundary Ultimately, I feel like if you're going to cheat and you're not happy with the partner that you're with, try and communicate with that partner whatever needs you feel you have that are not being met in your relationship. And this takes maturity. So I know that I'm talking to 
a brick wall with some of y'all. In a perfect world, we would have effective communication in our relationships. <laughs> I understand too that sometimes shit happens. I'm just gonna say it. Sometimes, you know, you flirt a little too long <laughs> with someone and then it leads to y'all exchanging information and then it could lead to something inappropriate happening. And in that, in that instance, you're wrong because you're inviting it and you're, again, doing this behind your partner's back. They have no idea that this is happening and it's not something that you probably have discussed. Um, I don't really, like, I understand that there are, you know, relationships that are, like, uh, monogamous and then I understand that there are, like, poly people and people who are, in, like, dating multiple people and in relationships with multiple people and they are all aware of that. If that works for them, that works for them. I, you know no shade no shame like i think it's great that you all are mature enough to have that type of conversation and that understanding with each other and that flexibility i personally don't want to share my partner i prefer a monogamous relationship with someone and if it ever gets to the point where he feels like you know he wants something other than me i would hope that he would communicate that to me now i know that that may be a very difficult conversation for both of us probably at that time but my hope is that he would have enough respect for me and enough loyalty to me to have that conversation with me so that I can make a decision about how I want to move forward and not be in a position where I find out that I'm being lied to that you know I'm being disrespected or any of that like that that hurts that hurts worse so you know if you know that you're not satisfied with one person just be honest with your partner and say that to them up front and and I know it's easier said than done but you have to be mature enough to say listen I'm not really sure if I want to be with one person and let that person that you're with decide whether or not they want to continue with you it's just a level of maturity it's like grow up Grow up. If you have to still sneak around and lie and scheme and scam and hide things from your partner, what type of relationship is that? Because I've been there. I felt horrible about it to the point where I was like ready to tell the next day. But then, you know, there were some things happened that prevented me from doing so. But after I matured, repented, did some introspection, did some, some soul searching, did some shadow work. I realized what it was in me that was driving that behavior. And now I don't condone it. But I also, I don't condemn it. Like I don't condemn people who are cheating or have cheated. I just hope for them and pray for them that they mature to the point where they can have the conversation about what it is that they want and don't want and be upfront and honest about the lifestyle that they want to live. That's it. I don't condone it, but I understand. And I think that people who are cheating need to come to a realization and have a discussion with their partner and just end it, end things. Like just have the courage to do that. And I'm not just talking about sex. It could be, you know, emotional support. It could be a friend to talk to. It could be, you know, it could be sex. There are different forms of cheating and they're not all the same, but to me, that what makes it cheating is when you're going behind your partner's back and they don't know that you're going behind their back doing something that they don't know about. 
even if you're like cheating financially, like you're hiding money from your partner. Like, okay, that's different. <laughs> I think that there are levels to cheating and I think that, that people need to be mature enough to understand um, their boundaries and communicate those boundaries. But also, you know, I think that people need to be realistic when it comes to the desires of humans. I'm not one to say that, like, I know I'm a beautiful woman. I, okay, hands down. Hands down. Hands down. But I understand that I'm not everybody's type. And I also understand that there are people who are way more beautiful than me. I understand that the allure of that. But that, to some men, like, there are some men who just, love beautiful women they just appreciate beautiful women and so maybe they flirt with beautiful women okay now if they're going and cheating with them and trying to holler at them all the time that's that's the issue that's an issue i also i'm just not delusional i'm not delusional in thinking that like they're that that my man is gonna always only think that i'm beautiful that i'm the only beautiful woman in the world if beyonce can get cheated on and rihanna can get cheated on and nia long can get cheated on who are me? Now, I'm not welcoming it. Please don't cheat on me. I've been cheated on enough. I think I've gotten my karma when it comes to getting my heart broken and being cheated on. And now I don't have the desire to do that to anybody. And I don't have the desire to have that done to me. I want people to be realistic about how attraction works between humans. Just because I'm with you and I'm committed to you and I'm loyal to you does not mean that I'm not attracted to other people. Now, my loyalty kicks in when I decide not to act on that attraction to those other people. When I decide, you know what, I'm satisfied with my 80. And you got that 20% looks-wise. But I don't know you otherwise. I don't know anything else about you en enough to say I'm going to jeopardize my 80% for this 20%. For a, a quick thrill, because it's going to be quick. Men and women are very different when it comes to cheating. And I think we cheat for very different reasons as well. Most often women are cheating for emotional reasons because of the lack of some emotional support or maybe she's in an abusive situation. Uh, men typically, I think only, they cheat just for the thrill of it. Most times it's just sex to them. Um, and I mean, every now and then they might have a, like an affair with someone where it's like they perpetually see the same person and they have a side chick and then that's a little different. An affair is, is deeper than just cheating, right? I, th I think ultimately men and women do have different primary reasons for cheating. I'm praying that my partner will be mature enough to converse with me about how they're feeling when they're feeling it and when they need more or less of something that we have and give me that choice to, you know, get out of the relationship before I get hurt. But I also pray for a partner who is healed enough and mature enough to not go chasing after every little thing that they see. Because I hope that they are mature enough and healed enough to understand that I am, I'm actually 95% baby. Let me just say <laughs> 95. I'm not going to say I'm 80. I'm 95. So hopefully my partner will recognize the 95 that they got in me and not go waste it and potentially lose it and gamble it away for a 5 or a 10. 
And if you get, if you gonna waste it on another 95, then I'm gonna say go ahead on. But how do you know she's 95? That's all I'm gonna say. My point is, quit cheating if you're cheating. Just quit cheating. Don't cheat. Just leave. Have the hard conversation. I know sometimes it's like, I don't want to hurt this person. But you're doing more damage by cheating. But just cheating at this point is, you know, like, for what? That's really all I got to say about that. I love to hear from you. I love for you to comment. I love for you to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I love for you to share this video. But I really kind of want to know, like, what are your thoughts on cheating? What are your parameters? I don't know. What are your parameters? But before I go, as always, I do have the A to B journal, 22 Thoughts to Enhance Your Life, available still on my website, thevlistpodcast.com, as well as amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. But I really, really thank you for all of the support so far. Those of you who purchased the book, who purchased your journals, I love you. And I really hope that it is enhancing your life. I hope that it is helping to enhance your life in some way, shape, or form. Anyway, love you.